The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday with Professor Andrew Brandt, fresh off the NFL spring meetings for the owners. Lots of news, lot to discuss with Andrew momentarily. It's also the last show we have until the Memorial Day holiday weekend. As I always say, have a blast. Enjoy yourself. It's important. You work hard. Enjoy the family time. Enjoy the downtime. What do we work for? What are we? This is why you lift all them weights, as Bill Parcells would say. Be safe, but enjoy the heck out of the holiday weekend. Brian and I will be working Monday morning before I head to the beach, hopefully. So we'll do a new Ross Tucker football podcast and a new college draft early Monday morning. So while you're at the pool or the beach or you're grilling or whatever, you can put us on for everybody to enjoy. You know that's what they want to hear poolside. You know that's what they want to hear. There's just no question about it. You know what else I like to do on the last episode of every week? I like to thank those of you that go the extra mile. I like to thank the winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You guys have no idea how much it means to Brian and I when you try to win one of the three contests that are so easy to win, it's criminal. The Spread the Word winner, literally all you had to do was follow me on TikTok, at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, I'm just kind of posting fun, different videos there. Will Dowd. Shout out Will Dowd for following me on TikTok, at Ross Tucker NFL. As a reminder, all you ever have to do if you're a winner is send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com, letting me know that you're Will Dowd. And whether you want to sign picture, I still have some awesome press passes, you want to sign football card? I've been doing that for people. Whatever you want, you got. Just let me know. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Peter Cusick. I hope I'm saying that right, Peter. It's K-U-S-Y-K. He took advantage of the deal for the Raycon earbuds. He said, I hope I'm doing this right. Um, and I hope you're um, taking your word for it. Peter, you will not be disappointed. 
Like you guys look at my videos on social media um, for the race to NCTE. I'm wearing my Raycon earbuds. I wear them when I go for my walks on the beach, when I go for my bike rides. I wear them also when I'm driving back early on the morning, coming back with the family because I don't want to wake anybody else up. So I've been I've been crushing the Raycon earbuds as of late. And then the YouTube shout out, which is just something always really fun for me to do for all of you. That is Troy Olson. So all he had to do was go to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, hit the thumbs up, and then make a comment so I see that you're there. And boom, you get a cameo style shout out. So now, Troy, it's on you to email me, Ross at Ross Tucker.com. And let me know who you'd like me to give the shout-out for. I'd like to give a shout-out for Andrew Brandt because it's Big Show time, and he's awesome. The Big Show. As promised, we are joined by my buddy, the host of the Business of Sports podcast. If you're not signed up for his newsletter, you're doing it wrong. I get the newsletter every Sunday. By the way, very helpful because it gives me some ideas for my shows and also some ideas for things I want to ask Andrew at Andrew Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T, on social media. And Andrew, I think I texted you this, really enjoying, it's funny, on Monday mornings, I get up really early to drive back uh, from the beach, at least the last couple weekends, with my family. And so I have my Raycon earbuds in. Yes, I really do have the Raycon earbuds in. And I listen to your shows, and it's great, man. I, I I love the format, love the rants, love the Ross Dellinger episode. Have not listened to the one you recorded yesterday yet. That'll probably be either going down to the beach or coming back. Uh, but it looks awesome. You actually had two of your students interview you? <laughs> yeah, Ross, I thought about you, but uh, I gave you a break from this, and I thought it would be cute. Well, I don't know if that's the right word, but it'd be a – a way I could give back to my students even more. So, you know, with things light around the NFL and around the sports business world, I thought I'd do a little offbeat um, podcast, which you and I talk about this all the time. This one is evergreen. The one I recorded yesterday, the Business Sports Podcast, you can listen to this week, in a year, in five years. It's all about life advice for me. It's about my career what led me to certain paths that I took both growing up in Washington, D.C. and moving on to Stanford and Georgetown and agent work and teamwork and Barcelona and these past 10 years of media and academia. And I just sort of go into it. And these students of mine, one just graduated studying for the bar, name is Austin, and one who's a second year student named Janie, they got into it <laughs> and I got into it. And it's over an hour, which is long for my podcasts. And we really get into my background and my life advice to them, but also to anyone listening about the sports business, about what I'm doing, about my goals, my, my personal routines. You know me, Ross, fitness and sort of a Zen attitude in the morning before the day starts. And um, we talk a lot about it. So listen, I encourage anyone to listen to this. If you're looking to get into sports, if you want to know a little bit about more of my background, if you want to see the student point of view, 
so two of my Villanova students interviewed me for this week's podcast. So cool. Absolutely love it, Andrew. That's a great idea, actually. Um, I could actually do that more often on this show is get uh, some of our listeners to interview me. You know, I, you know, I let them ask a question on email after they take advantage of one of the sponsors, but it'd probably be cool to have a listener come on. We've done that like on special YouTube shows. We've also done uh, happy hour with the patrons, but I love that concept. I also think, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Andrew. I think you're going to love the concept of the Pittsburgh Steelers hiring Omar Khan as their new general manager because he comes up with your background. He's not on the scouting side. He's not on the, you know, bird dogging, which I love how you use that word, bird dogging players. Instead, he's been a cap and contract guy for, I think, like 20 years. Yeah, Omar and I go back. So I haven't been in the business for a long time. And I, I sort of came up with Omar. So, wow, he's been there a long time. I would say 30 years. Um, yes, the background that I had, the background that we, you and I have talked about, we talked about Howie Roseman of the Eagles sort of wrangling some great trades and negotiations. He comes from that background. There are not many of them, not many of them. But I think this is pure Steelers, right? The Steelers are continuity. If they represent anything, it's continuity. We know they've only had three coaches in their history. They don't get rid of players. They don't get rid of people as fast as other teams. And this guy just worked his way up. Um, and, yes, I have a bias, so kudos to the Steelers. I just think the old model of just get a scout to be your GM is not necessarily the new model. Sure, get a scout to lead your player procurement efforts, but maybe someone with institutional knowledge, and in this case, knowledge around the building of every facet. And I think the negotiating background re <coughs> excuse me, really helps for becoming a GM in this league. So kudos to the Steelers and kudos to Omar, who I believe, and I'm, I'm pretty sure of this, is a recipient of the Andrew Brandt Sunday 7 newsletter. Oh, very nice. Maybe Andrew, I like that. Maybe he can uh, read his name this week. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I guess, you know, if you're picking players, I guess you're taking a long-term perspective on some level. But it seems to me like the contract guys are always going to be taking a longer-term look at things than even the guys picking the players. Because they have to. That's the nature of it. And I know the front office execs, the, the player personnel guys, they're looking at depth in a couple years down the line. And when this guy's contract expires, I guess I just feel like salary cap guys grow up on the finance side even more so maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think, Ross, if you're looking to hire a general manager of an asset that's now worth $2.5 billion – Maybe you think broader, right? So this is what I've written about at Sports Illustrated. I've talked about, I'm not saying you got to hire a cap guy. And I'm not saying you, you should not hire a scout. But think about the organization and the, the responsibilities now. Because when people think general manager, I think we got to get past the guy picking the players. 
And that's a hard bridge to cross for some people, but I'm just saying it. General manager is not about picking the players. That's a part of it. But when you're talking about someone managing an organization, that's a lot. So I'm not even sure the general manager should come from cap or scouting or coaching or whatever it is. Maybe it should be someone that has managed multi-million, maybe even billion dollar organizations. That's just a thought. Uh, I think it's a good thought. I want to stay in that division, Andrew, because there was a, I can't remember the, I think maybe it's real sports, but HBO spoke with a couple of Deshaun Watson's accusers. And I think what stands out to me, because we might've talked a week or two ago about the NFL and, you know, interviewing Deshaun Watson, which is usually towards the end of the process. What has really struck me is as long as there is, as long as these cases are outstanding, Andrew, I guess it just feels like there's always the potential for it to get worse and uglier for Watson and then the Browns and then the NFL. You know, no matter what they do with discipline or whatever, as long as these cases are not settled, who knows what some of these women say? Who knows what shows they go on? It just, it's it's not settled. And, And I don't even mean like, you know, legally. It's just, it still feels like it's very much out there and that, uh, there could be a lot more negativity that stems from it. Yeah, it's a good point. And you and I haven't talked since reports came out that Deshaun was meeting with the NFL investigators. And I absolutely agree with those reports because I had experience with this at the Packers. Not a high-profile player, not a situation like Deshaun, but the end of the investigation, they came to talk to our player, the very end. So I think that's the case. I think we're careening towards discipline and it's taken 18 months, but we're getting there. And I think he will be disciplined before the season and probably before training camp. So we don't need to get into how many games I've talked about that, comparing it to Roethlisberger and Elliott, but you're so right. Uh, I watch clips from the real sports show you mentioned. So two of the accusers, talked about their experience with Watson, and it's not good. It's not a good look for the Browns, for the league, and, of course, for Watson. Now, of course, the lawyers are going to say it never happened. He said, she said, so here we go. But, you know, this is not a good look. And what I interviewed Kaylin Keller on here a year ago about what the allegations were from these women And the problem, Ross, for Deshaun is at least what I've heard. There are patterns. So it's not just one woman say, hey, he didn't want my towel. He wanted to bring his little washcloth instead. Or it's not just one woman where he said, I would like you to work around that region of my body. There's multiple. So when you have patterns, you know, as people in criminal law know, that's that's a red flag with patterns. So. I'll say it again. I've said it to you. I've said it publicly. I think it'll be a long suspension. I I think it'll be more than six games. I just don't see how this guy plays a lot of football this year. Wow. Um, 
Let's get to Washington, where there's always stuff going on. Yeah. Always, Andrew. The first one relates to Jarrett Bell's report that the owners are quote-unquote counting votes as it relates to trying to remove Daniel Snyder from ownership. You know, I'm born and bred there, and I all my friends and family are hoping <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but I got to tell them, listen, don't hold your breath. Uh, Daniel Snyder has been in this position before. We've heard reports like this before, not reports they're counting votes, but can they get him out? All these people asking, can we get him out? Can they get him out? He's got allies. Uh, I know one is Jerry Jones. I don't know about others. Uh, and do these owners want this on their plate where they're looking into Snyder the way that they would be looked to in the future? So I just think it's a long road. And the other part of this is, you know, my saying, there will be lawyers. There's no chance that Dan Snyder lets anything like this happen without massive legal litigation. So I just think don't hold your breath on that. And um, he has fought these things before and he'll fight him again. It's unbelievable to, to me. I've never seen a fan base want something more than for the owner to be out. It's really just remarkable. And then you see this, we get this report, of course, a couple of days later after this Jarrett Bell report, you know, the next day about counting votes, it seems like every time a negative story comes out about Washington, there's something else that comes out right after it to try to change the the narrative. And the team bought land, or then I read maybe it was an option on land in Dumfries, Virginia, which I don't know. Maybe I just know the wrong people, Andrew, but anybody I would talk to would tell you that's the last place they would want Washington Stadium to be. It's like the, the, the last place they would pick. They'd rather have it more northern Virginia, keep it where it is in Maryland, maybe put it in the district. No, instead it's 50 minutes south on I-95. Yeah, and people texted me right away and said they think Ravens Stadium is closer. <laughs> so, And then imagine a game day traffic situation. So, yeah, uh, it's follow the money. You know, Ross, it's obviously follow the money. Whatever municipality is going to give them the best stadium deal is going to do the best with land, is going to do the best with real estate purchases. That's par for the course for Daniel Snyder. Follow the money, and the money seems to be in Woodbridge, but maybe it's a call to arms for the current site in Landover, Maryland, for the city of D.C. to put their best foot forward. And all of this is happening where supposedly they're counting votes to get rid of the owner. I just think it's, you know, it's par for the course. Washington commanders now are always in the news, usually for the wrong reasons. And it's tough for me because, again, that's my team. I mean, those are my childhood memories. And by the way, I grew up probably three miles from Daniel Snyder. We're the same age, but I didn't know him, of course. You know, it's just weird. Speaking of show me the money, the combine will be in Indy the next two years. And it almost feels to me, Andrew, like this was another example of, yeah, it's probably going to leave. It's probably going to leave. Next thing you know, I think Indy sweetened the pot a little bit. 
Yeah, this is one of those where I was that guy, right? <laughs> They're going to leave. They're going to leave. I was wrong. At least I was wrong for the coming two years. I still think they'll leave because I, I just keep going back to when the owners approved L.A. for the Rams, when the owners approved Vegas for the Raiders. That was part of the discussion. This is going to be more than football games. This is going to be Pro Bowl. This is going to be Super Bowls, obviously. This is going to be Combine. That was in the discussions for both of those moves because, obviously, better weather, better features in, in February than Indianapolis and just a more of a entertainment value. You know, I think Indy Combine, I think pure football. And pure football is winning out. You're right. These next two years, at least, pure football is winning out over the entertainment product of the two markets I keep talking about, Vegas and L.A., which I still believe will host future combines uh, at some point. Andrew, um, we didn't talk about, because it was late last week, the NIL drama yeah. with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. I saw some of your tweets. Totally agreed, by the way. Saban was clearly just trying to get the Birmingham businessmen to step up. Yeah, he said the quiet part out loud. I mean, you and I have talked about this. The, the three things that were sort of out there, the Jackson State commit to Dion's program, allegedly a lot of money. The Texas A&M recruiting class, allegedly millions of dollars to get the best recruiting class in the nation. And the quote-unquote owner at University of Miami, John Ruiz, who's – paying a lot of players, but paying them, in his words, totally legally within NIL. So he called it out. And, of course, all these parties clap back. Jimbo Fisher, the strongest one back. And then, as you said, I read the fine print. And the fine print, as Saban said these comments, in front of a meeting of Birmingham business leaders. And I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. He's basically telling these Birmingham business leaders, hey, we're losing out. We're losing the best players to these guys. Step it up. Step it up. Step up your NIL. Listen, last thing. The NCAA is going to try to put some governors, some controls on this. I've said this. Good luck putting the toothpaste back in the tube. NIL went off on July 1 with no controls by the NCAA. Now it's hard to put it back. I do think they're looking for a test case. And it's probably not going to be A&M or not going to be Miami, where the, the, the boosters were just egregious and didn't cover themselves. So they can make some deterrent effect so this doesn't continue. But there will be lawyers. I mean, if, if they go after booster groups, there's going to be lawyers and litigation. So this is something the NSA could have controlled a long time ago, and now it's the genies out of the bottle. You got to check him out on social media at Andrew Brandt. That way you can get the Sunday 7 newsletter, which is excellent, and see every time we post the Business of Sports podcast. Really highly encourage you to listen to that. It's an awesome show. Andrew, thanks so much for the time, as always. Thanks, Ross. That is so cool that Andrew had a couple of his students interview him for Business of Sports. You know what else? I know about those two students. I can almost guarantee they're on LinkedIn because it's the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Why? Because everybody you know who knows anybody is on LinkedIn and they have simple tools like screening questions 
that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses like Go Big Recruiting, like My Front Page Story, like RT Media, rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Ross. That's linkedin.com slash Ross to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Tux Takes. Hi. Uh, let's start today with uh, the Steelers hiring Omar Khan as their next GM, as you and Andrew already spoke about, and Andy Weidel, assistant GM. Well, I'm really happy for Omar. You know, when you stay at a place for 20 years, you probably start to wonder if you're ever going to get your shot. He's getting a shot. He didn't have to leave. I love it. And Andy Weidel, I thought, did a really nice job for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's from Pittsburgh. I think that's where his wife's from as well. So the chance to go home and be the assistant GM which is really like the head um, guy on the personnel side because Omar Khan came up through the negotiating side, you know, from the scouting side, head of the scouting side, pretty darn cool for Andy. So that's, that's awesome that he got that opportunity and uh, gets to go home. Tuck's takes. Colin Kaepernick gets a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. Does he have a right, that? Yeah, that happened yesterday. Seemingly kind of came out of nowhere. Next thing you know, there's multiple reports that Kaepernick gets a workout with the Raiders. You know, he got a workout a couple years ago that scouts from a bunch of teams attended. If you remember, there was a big hullabaloo because he didn't go where the NFL, you know, the NFL got him a workout in Atlanta and he didn't go to where they wanted him to work out. It was just kind of, more drama, more fighting, whatever. But there were several teams there, at least a handful, maybe over, maybe double digits, that watched him work out. So I, I guess I don't really know what's different this time. I've seen some, in my opinion, ridiculous thoughts about how good Kaepernick would be at this juncture. You know, it's been a long, it's been like six years. And there wasn't a high demand for him six years ago. Now maybe he'd play great. I, you know what? I hope they sign him. I hope he plays in the preseason. It would make those preseason games a heck of a lot more interesting to see how he plays. Tuck's takes. The NFL's combine is going to stay in Indianapolis for at least the next two years. Andrew and I kind of touched on that. I know everybody that goes to the combine wants it in Indianapolis. I've only ever been once, but everybody that goes there, it's just, you can walk anywhere, right? Like all the restaurants, the Lucas Oil Stadium, there's a bunch of big hotels down there. They, whoever designed the city of Indianapolis did a wonderful, wonderful job because it's like perfect for Super Bowl, any event like that. It's just ideal. It's so nice not to have to Uber, not to have to drive. There's a lot of value in that. 
Tux Takes. Let's talk about this new streaming service that the NFL is set to launch. So this is the thing I, I need some clarity on. You know, I've always had on my phone the last few years. Um, I'm actually not seeing it right now, so maybe I got rid of it. But and Oh, no, I have it. The NFL Mobile, right, from Verizon. You can watch the games. I guess that contract expired, and this is in place of that contract. So I guess I need to get rid of this other thing and get that because I do like having the ability to watch the red zone on my phone when I'm traveling. That's the main value for me. I don't know that I really need it for other purposes. Um, Although even when I'm home, I'll typically have one game or the red zone on one TV and then another game or the red zone on my phone. So one way or the other, I kind of need that. Tux Takes. A couple of signings include the Indianapolis Colts running back Tyson Williams. Eagles claim cornerback Jimmy Moreland and the Ravens signed cornerback Kyle Fuller. It's kind of unbelievable because in my head, the Ravens already have like an incredibly good and deep secondary. So the fact that I guess he's from Baltimore, my guess, my guess is he wanted to play there. And as a result, they got him on the cheap. Otherwise, I have to think there are teams that had a bigger need. For Fuller, Jimmy Moreland, I kind of always liked in Washington. I was surprised that Washington released him. He seemed like a a really good number two nickel guy that maybe you have on practice squad, and if your starting nickel goes down, you get him. And then Tyson Williams, he was the starting running back for the Ravens for a few games last year. He's got the physical ability. He just did not do a very good job of of reading blocks is what I noticed. Tux takes. And finally, let's discuss that injection that Matthew Stafford got in his elbow. Well, Steve and I touched on this on the Even Money podcast, which, by the way, was epic. I mean, we went through every week one game. So if you're jonesing to actually talk about games and stuff like that, I would recommend going ahead and listening to that or watching it on YouTube, whatever. But I want to make this point here because I made it there. This is not a little thing. I haven't seen Dr. Chow at Pro Football Doc or Six Score talk about this yet, but this is not like a minor thing. For these quarterbacks, their arms are everything. They don't inject it unless they've gone to multiple doctors, gotten multiple opinions, and it's bothering them enough that rehab and rest wasn't working that they needed to do something more. It's not a good sign. I mean, I'm not going to make a huge deal out of it, but it's not a good sign. What is a good sign is if you are smart enough to realize for 100 bucks a month, you get a shout out to tens of thousands of people about your business at the end of every Ross Tucker football podcast, like Evergreen Economics, go-bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sporticulture, Pizza Boy Brewing, and of course, the greatest gift you can give anyone, graduation, anniversary, birthday, and Father's Day is coming up. It's MyFrontPageStory.com. Other than that, have an awesome weekend. We will be here for you. 
bright and early Monday morning. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.